0: Last episode on Locked on Lightning, I threw some numbers at you. I'll throw another one at you. Seven. Today's number is seven. That's the amount of rounds in the shootout that it took for the Tampa Bay Lightning and the Vegas Golden Knights. Before we could decide a winner, unfortunately, the Lightning fell. We'll talk about all that more in today's episode, as well as the Lightning's up uh, matchup tonight against the San Jose Sharks. All that more on Locked on Lightning. Episode of Lockdown Lightning, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Dagger. What's up, everybody? Hope everybody's having a great day. So let's cut to it. Uh, how are we feeling about that Vegas Golden Ice game? I know we're a couple of days removed from it. I have to say, for the most part, I was pretty satisfied with how the Lightning bounced back after being down two goals going into the third period. Uh, and I I think that, and I failed to mention this, jumping right into it on today's show, because we have a lot to talk about. I failed to mention on the last episode that I really think that this is a potential Stanley Cup final matchup. And I spoke about it, though. I did mention how good of a hockey team... I thought Vegas is. Uh, And they did stray away from the thing that they like to do. Not a lot. I mean, we saw some moments in the game where they want to go straight down the middle at Vasilevsky. But for the most part, and this is the reason why they, they played so tough and why they're such a tough team, is because they're just a very well-organized team. Uh, they, do a, they do everything right. They, I, I, except for drawing uh, taking, taking uh, three penalties, which the Lightning failed to take advantage of any of them, which is, I mean, that's not something that's new to anybody that has been watching this team for a very long time now. But, I mean, you look at the stat line, and obviously stats aren't everything, but 27 shots on goal. 54% in the face off circle, 27 hits, 14 blocks. And most teams and and you'll see this if you watch some of the Knights games and I've caught a few this year. Um if you watch the Lightning uh the the Vegas Golden Knights play, the the thing why they're so tough to play against is because it, and it seems like maybe it's just because they're in the Western Conference and it's not like the Eastern Conference with the Lightning where there's probably ten teams that you know, you throw them over to the Western Conference and I and I I could probably bet you a lot that those ten teams would probably be competing and, and probably would all be out competing the Western Conference teams. So yes, the the Knights are playing in what really is I think, a, a weak conference as compared to the Eastern Conference, but what we've seen with the Knights this year is with their playing style is that their ability to overwhelm a lot of the lesser teams and that's even teams in the Eastern Conference as well, and usually we'll, we would probably see maybe them even tack on to this lead at some point in the third period, and and maybe the opposing team get a goal here or there but not, not Tampa Tampa obviously as we all know very very much experienced team uh, a lot of young guys on this team but obviously a lot of them have a ton of experience uh, and and even even the younger guys like Cal Foot and Taylor Radish guys who obviously this is really their first full year on the team Cal Foot was up and down last year but still have that ability that you don't see in a lot of young players. And, and that is to handle themselves well in high-pressure situations. And, and the Lightning were in a lot of high-pressure situations throughout this game. Uh, very early on, Vegas was getting a lot of scoring chances. They were, they were really dictating the flow of the game early on, and that's why they jumped out to an, to an early 1-0 lead and then subsequently in the second period got another goal um, but every, everybody on this Tampa team and that's really what you can't take off the stat sheet is their ability to, to handle themselves especially when the other team is taking it to them especially when you have a team like that that is as talented as, as Vegas is and that's really something you can't you can't measure. That's just something that you're just gonna have to see on the ice and, and I really think that at the end of the at the end of the day, yes, the lightning did fall in a shootout, which I've spoken about on this show multiple times that I'm not the biggest fan of the shootout. I would prefer just continuous overtime. I get why the league does it. a do want to kill. I, I think a lot of teams would prefer to do a shootout during the regular season because players are you, you don't want to be having four, five, six, seven uh, periods of of OT, uh, even though I would I would be fine with having, you know, five minute OT periods or even three uh, maybe to, to kind of kind of uh, trade as a trade off. But. I just think that for a game like this that was a really exciting game, you saw two very good hockey teams, two teams, like I stated, at the top of the show that really had the potential to meet each other later on in the Stanley Cup Final. It's unfortunate to see it end like this in in a shootout where I'm not saying, you know, this isn't a bad reflection on any player, but I don't think it, it measures out the talent level you know we've seen in certain instances not this year with the lightning but we have seen what i have seen with other teams and other shootouts this year where the lesser team that i think if we played an extra 20 minutes instead of a, a shootout round or an extra five or whatever I, I think that the better team would prevail and you don't really see that in a shootout it's just kind of a a flip of the coin type type scenario that makes me thankful that the uh they do not have this in in the playoffs so looking at this game real quick obviously we're not gonna have that much of an in-depth uh in-depth uh, uh look into it but really what i really liked about this game was just the start of the third period well even in the second the lightning kind of flipped the switch um Obviously, there was that goal by Vegas to make it two nothing, but still, I, I I think that the Lightning and and we've been speak I've been speaking about this probably since the, the the first show is that the Lightning's ability to respond after being down going to the first period is really one of those things that is is really this team is, is, is very good at. And most times they, they do a very good job. If they get down late, uh, they're able to, to come back and, and really just make a game of it. Um, you know, obviously I have said also on the other side of that, that, that they, uh, they, they need to, to be the team to go out there and strike first, uh, this year when the lightning are, When the Lightning uh, give up a goal first, they're 11-9-2. So not too bad, but as opposed to when they score first, they're 18-1-4. So that shows you what kind of team they are. They are a team that thrives off of momentum. And we haven't really seen it that much this year. We've seen it here and there in spurts, but we really haven't seen any consistency. And, And I know that's a word that I'm really, at this point in time, I'm just... Beating a dead horse but really that's something that you know i am not gonna kill them in this like i said i think they responded very well i think that the energy level was a as a all-time high uh in the second period i think that the second period was probably even though that they didn't and even obviously the third period as well even though that you know it didn't see it on in the in the goal column i still think that those were the two best periods uh that we saw them play all season long uh especially after getting off to a bad start in that first period where vegas outshot the lightning 12 to four and then in the second period 11 to five but you started to see the tie turn at the end of that second period which eventually spurned a a great period where the lightning outshot vegas 17 to one. So that just shows you that it, it was only a matter of time that the Lightning it, it were going to gain that momentum and be able to make a game of this. Because that was the, the really the only concern I had was that, are the Lightning going to be, is it going to be too late? And we've seen instances of that this year where the Lightning t- flipped the switch where there's not a lot of clock left to play with. And, and that's really something that has bitten them uh, here and there throughout the season, but obviously not too much. So I'll talk a little bit about that more In the next segment, or in the second half of the show, or whatever you want to call it, or after the break, in just a little bit, as well as previewing tonight's game against the San Jose Sharks. But first, I want to talk about today's sponsor, and that is Built Bar. Now, it's the new year, so that means it's your New Year's resolutions are on the table. Now, obviously, it's the first day of February, but it's not too late. It's not too late to make a resolution and if yours is about getting fit or getting healthier make sure you include a built bar in your plant built bar is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar maybe even better than a candy bar built bar makes it easier to stick to your resolution because it tastes so good you'll want to eat it unlike those other proteins that could be chalky or waxy or just plain just outright awful uh, these are healthy They are covered in 100% real chocolate. And the best thing is, is that you won't feel guilty afterwards because they only have 130 calories, four grams of sugar, four net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. So go to the website right now. That's built.com and use the promo code lock 15 You know, you get 15% off your order. That's promo code lock 15 for 15% off at built.com. And we're back for segment two of today's show. I just want to thank all of you for making Locked on Lightning your first listen of the day. And I just want to thank all of you again. I I said it on the previous episode, but really just the outpouring of support and just the nice things all of you had to say. Uh, uh, If if you didn't see it, if you don't follow us on our social media page, go ahead. uh, LO underscore Lightning on Twitter, as well as Locked on underscore Lightning on Instagram. Uh, Thank you to all who support the show. And as well, give us a follow wherever podcasts are distributed. We are there. So go ahead and do that. As well as give us a follow on our YouTube page. We're still in the process of building that up. So we need every thumbs up we could get. So go ahead and do that as well. So going back to this game, um, the thing that. I really like to take away because obviously you still want to walk away with a W, but you don't get it, but you are still picking up points here, but some of the other positives I saw in this game really. And, and I feel like it's only a matter of time before we start to see him string goals together consistently. And that's Ross Colton, uh, who had a big goal to get the lightning on the board uh, in that third period. And, Ross is, is one of those players that you could see. He, he plays with a lot of emotion. He, he takes a lot of shots, which is great. And, and you could see, which is a good and a bad thing, because obviously you're, you're setting yourself up, and he's not taking bad shots. They're all very good, high danger scoring chances for him. Having said that, you know, he can sometimes put himself in a rut or kind of maybe get in his own head. Now, obviously, that's just an assumption. I would probably have to ask Ross that and see what he says. He would probably say no. He'd probably say he's just playing with a lot of motion and cut up caught up in the moment. But that could lead to issues where you know, you kinda of get in your own head. You kinda of get the yips. And and that could lead to some issues where you maybe don't pull the trigger as much. But This year, through 42 games played, nine goals already reaching his career high that he had last year. That's really not much to say just because, I mean, didn't play that many games last year. So, But still, uh, definitely could see him as he continues to improve to be, I would probably say a 25-30 goal scorer. I think that's a good ceiling for Ross. Uh, Who knows with that little shuffle move that he has, um, which is... It's interesting because we saw him uh, break that out. He breaks that out a lot. And you would figure that the opposing goaltender, and we saw him break him out in, in his shootout goal as well. You would figure that the opposing goaltenders would be aware of that by now. But it seems like every time he does it, it's as if they're seeing it for the first time, which I'm not complaining. It's just, you know, now in this day of age would, would film and, and all the technology you would figure that the coaching staff may, would have that on on the opposing goalies radar and, and especially a, a seasoned veteran like Robin Leonard, just the littlest move like that you would figure wouldn't phase him, which really, you know, the point I'm driving at is that I was surprised. Uh, that that he was able to do that, because um, it seems like we break we he breaks that out on, on in every uh, game, but yeah, uh, right now uh, Ross's shot percentage is is uh, at ten point three, so that's pretty good. Um, consider all things considered, uh, expect him to to ramp it up. I would I, I hopefully he could he could get on a little run here because you know what it, it would love to see this team. Uh, definitely, definitely continue to win more games and and possibly overtake the Panthers at some point as we get to possibly. I, I would probably say, you know, I'm not, I'm not saying it's a big deal if the Lightning don't win the division, but you would like to see just, you know, just for the sake of just, just for have this team continuing to play hard and and continue to improve would love to see them you know overtake the panthers possibly by march but you know if they don't not the not the end of the world and as they sit uh florida sits atop the atlantic division with 69 points where with one game in hand excuse me and tampa has 64 with 45 games played so it's still it's still uh it's still in question. You know, there's there's still still a lot of games to be played where the Lightning could definitely make this possibility. Obviously, Florida is continuing to just play fantastic at home, 23-3, 20, so really uh, Tampa's going to kind of have to hope for a little bit of Florida to maybe uh, drop some games on the road because I don't see Florida, especially a team like that, to drop any games at this point in time. Um Going down the line, so so in summation, you know, good game played, but unfortunately can't take a W home. So I'll talk about that San Jose Sharks game in just a little bit, but first let's take a break, and we're back to wrap things up. But first, we're going to be previewing the tonight's game against San o- San Jose Sharks, and really. I, I spoke about it a couple of weeks ago, and and don't worry that re, that review that pre that recap, excuse me, can't talk today. Uh, we'll talk about that uh, probably later on in the week, but just after tonight's game, and just see how the two games pair up. But yeah, um, Lightning looking to get some revenge tonight against the San Jose Sharks at home after really uh, a dominant win on the road on that west coast trip and you know wasn't too surprised by that outcome i think you know, we if we had to guess what game was going to be more lopsided than those three West Coast trip uh, West Coast games against Anaheim, the Kings, and San Jose, I think we could all have guessed that it probably would have been against San Jose just because, really, I view them as probably that the lesser of those three teams, Anaheim, of course, being probably the best out of all those, uh, just looking at the points and in the standings. But yeah, um, tonight's game really... I I see the Lightning carrying a lot of that momentum, what they had late in the third period as well as from the shootout. I think that they played with a lot of energy. I also expected another side of that to see the Sharks coming out flying. Nobody likes losing, especially losing by six goals. So that's the kind of thing that could energize a team like this. Now, I'm... I don't know if uh, Cooper's going to play uh, Vasilevsky tonight. I would expect maybe, probably get Elliott out there. Just, you know, keep him fresh. Uh, but we'll see. Who knows? Um, Vasilevsky played pretty well in, in in the game on Saturday. So, you know, at the same time, you know, you got to ride your thoroughbred. Uh, players to watch out for for San Jose. I would say everybody. I, I would say there's really, you know, there's there's Timo Meyer, uh, who obviously their best player in my opinion um 21 goals this year uh thomas hurdle another one 22 goals this year so those are really their two big players uh and then you also have brent burns who's their top defenseman you're not going to see him obviously score a lot of goals tonight or even eric carlson but those are the two guys that are going to be able to facilitate the puck and be able to really to get things going and and really the Lightning are going to have to keep an eye on those guys and really I I would imagine if both of those guys are on the ice the Lightning are going to play up a little tight towards the blue line and with the Lightning I would have to say just you know what try and get them to skate with you that's really all I could say with this team because I, I look at their goaltending situation, Reimer and Hill, those two guys really don't scare me that much, uh, regardless of who the Lightning have in net on their end. I still think that the Lightning should go out there, dictate the game, uh, you know, just stick to the game plan, go out there, execute on the power play, because that is something that really has been troubling throughout this entire year. You know, they the number, as, as much as, yes, it's, it's at 20%, and that ranks them 15th in the league. It should be a lot better than that. It, it You really especially... You look at this past game uh, against Vegas, and yes, Vegas is a very good team. There's no doubt about that. I just spent pretty much the entire show talking about how good they are. But really what it comes down to it is that... Three chances on the power play, and we've seen this way too many times this year. And and in consecutive games, really, you shouldn't be going zero for three on the power play. Um, you know, a couple of games in a row is fine, but really, in actuality, I think the Lightning should be able to score one out of three times. Probably, I want to say every every couple of games or so, consistently. And, and that's really what it boils down to, to people is consistency. And we just haven't seen that this year. And and I'm still waiting to see, hopefully not in the playoffs, but I'm, I'm still waiting to really see it backfire on the Lightning. Uh, we've already, s- the, the whole energy conversation we've had, momentum dictating the game coming out of the gate. We've seen that bite the Lightning in the butt a couple of times. The whole power play situation, not so much yet. Uh, the Lightning have kind of been on that whole uh, "live to fight another day" thing uh, mentality. Uh, hopefully, we don't see it. Hopefully, I'm not right. That's all I'm going to say about that, because uh, you know I don't want to be that kind of person anymore on the show, where I come out here and I'm I'm the the speller of doom for this team. You know, we're 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 locked on positivity now, going from now on until the end of the year. So. Really, I, I expect the Lightning, if they get four chances, score twice tonight. If they get three, score once. Uh, the, like I said, the Sharks obviously are not a good team. They proved it in their last matchup against the Lightning. Uh, and their penalty kill is all right. I mean <laughs> it's it's better than all right their penalty kill is uh 80, 83% almost 84 that's fifth in the league that's probably because they probably spent a lot of time on the on the penalty kill um, expect the lightning to to really go out there they have to win the faceoffs too. they have to win the faceoffs the the faceoff battle uh, there's a lot of things that the lightning could do Positively in this game, kind of a lot of things that they could work on that could really propel them going forward. So, kind of a quick look to wrap things up at their schedule, real quick. So, if you're follow, go ahead and follow, I'll give you a second. Uh, so, they got San Jose this week, and then you have a little mini West Coast trip next week. You got Colorado on the 10th, and then you have Arizona. So, really really expect them to win at least one of those uh colorado's playing fantastic right now at home so that's going to be a huge tough game and and expect uh hopefully we could get a. Uh my Locked On NHL co-host, uh, Chris Massilli from Locked On Avalanche on, on the show. Maybe we could do a crossover at some point for that. And then the following week, I will actually be at this game. They'll be back in Jersey. That'll be the makeup game that they were supposed to play from a couple of weeks ago that got canceled due to COVID. So I will actually be in the building for that game. And then you got Edmonton on the 23rd. And then you got Nashville in Nashville on the 26th so for the most part a pretty light schedule which is good the lightning get a little bit of a break in terms of the frequency of games obviously because of the nhl not choosing to go to the olympics this year because of everything that's going on with covid and just a lot of there's just a and and i know everyone's upset about that there's just a lot of risk involved with that And, and i think that it was pretty known early on that a lot of these players really after their experience in the bubble a couple of years ago in the playoffs I think a lot of players weren't crazy about going overseas and being away from their families for possibly a month as well as and I'm sure the, the NHL uh, just didn't want to risk pushing any games back so smart move disappointing yes but uh, I think in the end I think we'll be fine uh, and we be happy that they didn't go along with doing that because and also the lightning lockout once again you know we've spoken about the past couple of seasons how really the schedule with everything with COVID as unfortunate as it is has really benefited the lightning so and the reason i say that is because just like i stated a moment ago the lightning will get a little bit of a break because of the frequency of games and then because Starting March, first week of March, they get three home games. And then they have a six-game road trip. So, really... And that's going to be tough. I mean, the teams, yes. The Lightning could easily win all those games. But... Anytime you're going to be on the road for that long, especially in a different time zone, it's going to be a little rough. It's probably going to take a couple of games for them to get used to the time difference. Uh, they start out in Chicago, and then they're in Winnipeg, Calgary, Edmonton, and Vancouver. So really, and then they finish it up with Seattle, and they come back home to play the Rangers. So really, there is a couple of games in there where I could see you know, the Lightning go out, and they, they win the first five. I mean, they easily can. Edmonton is in shambles right now. Let's be honest. Yeah, they got Evander Kane uh, a couple of days ago. But let's be honest. How much of a difference is he really going to make down the road? Uh, the guy hasn't played all at all this season. So, um, obviously, he scored a goal in his first game, which was good. But still, I mean, three guys. You know, you had two guys before. Now, three guys with no goaltending isn't going to make a big difference. So, but... This has the potential for the Lightning to be sort of burnt out by the time they play Seattle, which you never want to lose lose to Seattle. That's just a bad look for any team that is in the top of the NHL. Uh, and then you get you get New York and then Carolina a couple of days afterwards, and Boston. So really, three tough games uh, following you after a, a, a pretty extended. Uh, road trip, so we'll we'll obviously talk about those games as they come up, and I will be recapping the Devils game as well as that West Coast trip in the coming days. So keep an eye out for that. So we play catch up. So in the meantime, please go ahead and like and subscribe once again to the podcast. Follow us wherever the podcast distribute that means literally everywhere so uh, if you want to follow us on spotify we're there itunes we're there and google play we're there as well as a slew of other places and also give us a follow on youtube as we continue to pump out more episodes but in the meantime that's been it for today's episode of locked on lightning part of the On podcast network i'm your host Adam danker i'll talk to you in the next one